Welcome to Just Practicing. This is a podcast about everything to do with mindfulness and meditation practice. And more specifically, it's about sharing with you insights, knowledge, lessons, ideas, and inspiration to help you incorporate the many benefits of mindfulness and meditation into your everyday life. I'm Paul Dalton. I'm a mindfulness and meditation teacher. I run courses such as the eight-week mindfulness-based stress reduction program, or MBSR, and I speak and blog about all aspects of living mindfully over on my website, pauldalton.coach. Now, whether you're completely new to mindfulness and meditation, or you've been practicing for a long time, my intention with this podcast is to support you in your practice and to help you deepen your understanding by simplifying what can often be, let's face it, some wonderfully chewy topics for us to get our heads around. In this episode, I'm sharing with you the audio version of a blog post I wrote about the value and utility of adopting a beginner's mind. Now, just before we get to that, I want to let you know that I have an online course that's completely free called the 7-Day Mindful Meditation Course. It's self-paced and you can start it at any time. So if you're looking to get started with meditation or if you just want to add a fresh perspective to your existing practice, then I really encourage you to sign up for that. I've designed it to be an easy-to-follow, intuitive and progressive learning journey that covers not only the what's and how's of mindfulness meditation, but also the big why's that sit behind it all. And I also give you accompanying on-the-go exercises so that you can take what you practice in the meditations and apply it to your day-to-day life in a very practical way. So to sign up for the course, as I said, it's completely free, just head over to my website, pauldalton.coach forward slash seven days. And I'll also pop a link into the show notes. Okay, let's get started with today's episode, Beginner's Mind. In the mid-noughties, I moved to a suburb of Greater London and took a job in the city. My route to work each morning involved arriving at Waterloo Station and walking along the very trendy south bank of the River Thames. For the first month or so, the walk to and from work was by far my favourite part of the day. It took in spectacular views of many famous buildings and landmarks, such as the Houses of Parliament, the London Eye, St Paul's Cathedral, Tower Bridge, the Shard. I remember walking deliberately slowly, looking around to take it all in, eyes wide, feeling in awe of the place, soaking up its unique atmosphere and energy. My experience of London prior to this had been via movies and news reports. So being there, for me, was like being dropped into the middle of an instantly recognisable film set. After several weeks of it, however, my walk to work wasn't so wondrous. It had become simply my walk to work. The wide eyes had narrowed, 
The gaze had shifted downwards, and the focus on the sights had been replaced by an inner focus on the problems likely to greet me on arrival at the office. Now, I hadn't intended to become so blasé. I don't even know at what point it happened. It's not that I'd grown bored with London. It's just that, as with all things, it didn't stay new for very long. When we experience the newness of something, be that an object, a place, an activity, even a person, we naturally adopt a quality of mind that's conducive to paying attention to details and sensations. We're interested. We instinctively seek to take it all in. If it's a particularly positive or interesting experience, we can get enamoured with it and might enthusiastically revel in the novelty of it. But after a while, when the experience becomes more familiar, the mind relaxes around it. And as with all things that feel normal to us, we stop affording it so much of our focused attention. We might continue to be aware of some obvious features, but we start to become blind to the subtleties and the nuances. This isn't a failing, it's just what minds do. An unfortunate consequence of it, though, is that we can end up missing out on so much of our in-the-moment experiences. There's a particular mind state that we can choose to cultivate to help to bring more mindfulness into our daily experiences, and it's called beginner's mind. It means, quite literally, approaching an old familiar experience with the same quality of mind that you had in the beginning, intentionally experiencing things as if for the first time. Beginner's mind is one of the core attitudes of mindfulness practice, which makes sense. If the purpose of mindfulness is to expand our awareness of our moment-to-moment experiences without judgment, then seeing things as if for the first time is a nifty way of removing our habitual filters so that we can spot more and more layers of detail and nuance. Having beginner's mind, by its very nature, means that we bring interest and curiosity, a sharper focus to what's happening, which decreases the likelihood that we'll zone out or get bored by what we're experiencing. Interest and apathy cannot exist in the same moment. It also encourages us to enter into a situation or experience without colouring it with our pre-existing expectations and judgments. Even a subtle belief that we've already got the measure of something stops us from experiencing it as it actually is. We might think that we're being mindful, but in fact, we're just experiencing the mind trying to prove itself right. Beginner's mind stops us from unintentionally going through the motions. It's very common for even seasoned meditators to become a bit dulled in their mindfulness practice. Feeling the breath coming in and out, or whatever anchor is being used, can, after a time, feel so familiar that while the concentration may be high, the actual mindfulness of the moment can be low. It's as if we're being kind of mindful, but not really mindful. The point is that while beginner's mind is a core quality of mindfulness, it's not a given that it will just show up when we close our eyes to meditate. It can only be there through intention. And to cultivate it, we have to repeatedly remind ourselves to bring it. So through the curiosity of beginner's mind, we don't simply follow the rhythm of the breath. 
we pay attention to it as if it's the very first time we've ever noticed that the breath has such an array of different qualities to it. We exquisitely explore the breath, noticing any and every way that the breath can be felt in the body, how each breath begins, how it flows, how it evolves, how it changes, how it disappears. That's not to say that some sensory information won't get missed. Of course it will. But the point is, what does get noticed gets noticed because our awareness is more actively open to receive it. And there will inevitably be a lot more to notice than when the mind has ventured into been here before territory. Of course, the application of beginner's mind can extend way beyond the domain of formal meditation practice. It's available to us at any moment. And it's a wonderful mindfulness exercise to drop into our everyday activities and interactions. Consider for a moment how many familiar tasks and routines you engage in in an average week. Things that you can easily get through without having to give them too much attention. And then think about how much time you spend being fully present for them. The chances are, like pretty much all of us, you'll notice that you spend a disproportionate amount of your waking life engaging in activities on some level of autopilot. Which isn't always a bad thing, but a good analogy is when we're on autopilot, not fully present, it's like we're experiencing our moments in 2D. There's a flatness in which much of the detail passes us by, and we're oblivious to swathes of the available sensory information. But when we tune into beginner's mind, our moments become rich three-dimensional experiences, packed with sensory information, and we feel more alive and connected to our bodies. Rather than merely getting through what we're doing, we're getting from what we're doing. Now, you can apply beginner's mind to just about anything, but here are some suggestions you might want to try as little mindful experiments. Eating. The next time you grab a snack on the go, a sandwich, for example, experience it as if you've never encountered food quite like it. Hold it in your hand and feel its weight and its texture. Take a really good look at it, inspect it, smell it, even wonder about the processes and steps it might have gone through prior to being in your possession. And of course, taste it. Notice how it feels as you chew and whether there are any variations in flavor notes in the different parts of your mouth. Pay attention to feelings it provokes, such as liking or disliking. Simply savor the whole experience as much as you can. And if you want to take it a step further, you could even adopt beginner's mind to the process of eating itself. Places. We tend to filter out so much of the detail of our surroundings, particularly in places that are most familiar to us. So how about taking a walk around your local town or neighborhood and pretend that you're visiting it for the very first time? What kind of vibe has it got? What features would stand out to you? What details would you notice that might elude someone who's been there countless times before? You can even bring beginner's minds to the experience of being in your own home. Imagine that your home is actually somebody else's home that you're visiting for the very first time. Without any judgment, look around it with fresh eyes. Notice the smells, the ambience, 
See if you can notice any tiny details about your home that you've never even noticed before. I bet you'll find plenty. And then people. It can often be a very valuable exercise to bring a sense of beginner's mind to the people in your life. Choose someone that you know well, and then the next time you meet with them, see if you can let go of your pre-existing story of that person. If this were the first time that you were meeting them, how would you be seeing them differently? Experience that interaction as if it were a brand new relationship in the making. How might you hear their words without your history of that person coloring your interpretation of what's being said? Be interested in them. Perhaps wonder anew about how their life experiences may have shaped their character and their views. Afford them the same kind of respectful attention that you'd give to any interesting person you've just met. Of course, the purpose isn't to see friends as strangers. It's to be mindful of really seeing the person in front of you, rather than the potentially dumbed-down version of them that your mind may have created over time. In a way, beginner's mind is like returning to that childlike wonder that we all started out with, where we're fascinated by the intricacies of what's going on around us, where we see beautiful complexities in the mundane. See, beginners always feel present and they always feel alive. It's been many years since I left London, but I do still get to visit quite often. And each time I do, I love making the point of pretending that I'm a tourist with just one opportunity to take it all in. And it's been so much fun getting to experience that city for the first time again. And again. So thank you for being with me on this first episode of Just Practicing. In the next episode, I'll be continuing the theme of the attitudes of mindfulness by delving into the importance of cultivating a non-judging mind. Now, if anything you've heard today has been useful to you, then please consider subscribing to the podcast and sharing it with anyone that you feel might benefit. Your support is greatly appreciated. This is a brand new podcast in an ocean of well-established, well-distributed podcasts. So every listener, every new subscriber, every high rating review is immensely valuable in helping it to grow and to find its way to more like-minded people who may really benefit from the kinds of things that we cover here. Now remember to take my free seven-day mindful meditation course. Just pop over to the website pauldalton.coach forward slash seven days. And while you're there, maybe take a look around the site and explore the different ways that I help folks to bring more mindfulness into their everyday lives. And you can also link up with me on social media. My Facebook and Instagram handle is Paul Dalton Mindfulness. I would really love to connect with you if you're on those platforms. But for now, thanks once again. You're the best. See you in the next episode of Just Practicing.